Welcome to Net Support Radio, powered by Anderton Tiger, the official broadcaster of Bet 2020. Uh, listeners, I'm not one to miss a royal opportunity here as well. I've just had, I have fabulous factual information. Uh, joining me live in the studio, Gary Spracklin, who is the head teacher of the fabulous Prince of Wales School, and he's just told me, on Dutchy land. Oh yes, on Dutchy land, our royal connection, Russell. Oh well, it's very good. You're not emigrating at the moment, are you? You're nipping <laughs> off. It's always good to, it's always good to say. Also in the studio, there's fabulous uh, Mark Anderson. And uh, Mark, great to have you. Thanks so much indeed uh, for coming, bringing this good friend, and a good friend of our radio station as well. Gary, how's it going? I don't, there isn't a day that doesn't pass where I don't see an innovative, exciting, new something coming out of your school. Oh, thank you, Russell. How are you doing it? I'm doing well. We're having a fantastic time. We're putting the children first. Um, we have an ethos at the Prince of Wales School that is to inspire all children to learn. Um, and that's what we seek to do each and every single day. Um, and we've got a fantastic body of staff that make that happen. I mean, right from forest school stuff to cooking to decorating. I mean, I just—it just keeps rolling on. How much planning did all this take? Well, it's—it's. It's I think that's the important thing in schools. Schools, schools are always an ongoing project. Um, learning is ongoing. It, it doesn't stop, um, and that's my motivation. Getting up each day, um, and my my belief is that I'll never be done. You know, and I think that's really important. It's always about the next group of children. It's all always about creating the next memory and giving them the next experience and um, I think sometimes we can get stuck in schools and spend too much time looking back on the past and things that have happened before and think oh I remember when we did a radio show for example Um, but that was with children that were there five years ago and actually that's not having an impact on the children that are there right now that's why we need to be injecting these things regularly we need to be building continuous programs um, and ultimately continuing to inspire the children that we're working with in that moment at that time and are the parents appreciating this oh we've got a fantastic supportive group of parents um, at the Prince of Wales School and um, they really help us um, take things to the next level to be honest with you and uh, only only this weekend we had a community makeover day and um, we had 50 parents um, ar- arrive with buckets and spades <laughs> not quite buckets but spades and forks and all sorts of things my best story is that on our first community makeover day I told the parents to bring tools along um, to come and help transform well one of them bought a mini digger so <laughs> full-on trailer you know and uh, so that's a tool pp gear you know i'm there trying to write the risk assessment live as it's happening sort of thing and but you know to have that support from our community just makes such a I difference and uh, that's not it. about income that's about engagement that's yeah. about community um, and that can happen in any area it's about connecting with the people where they are and helping them move forward and that's the legacy of education as well, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm old enough now to have, when I've been teaching, to be teaching people whose parents I've taught previously. Yeah. You know, and, and they come to the school knowing what a great school it is, what the ethos is, um, you know, where it's going, where, and, and that's what you're building right now. Yeah, and I think it's really powerful to build upon those connections and also not to lose that not to lose those things that have happened historically just because a parent who has a specialism has left the school because their child's not there doesn't mean that they can't come back and share that specialism Um, and actually you'll find that often they've got that emotional connection and they'll they'll still want to give back you know and we've got a number of parents that still come back to us even though their children are now moving on to sixth form and and university and they're still coming in and giving their specialist inputs you know whether that's around their um, around their employment or around their belief system or around their background um, those can be really powerful to enrich um, our children's lives 
We hear about the likes of Stephen Tierney talking about education being like the fourth emergency service, but we see that all the time, don't we, with the, with the time and dedication that parents and communities bring to schools, because they're, they're such an essential part of the community, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. And I think we, we become in danger of um, becoming risk-adverse when, when, when we think about bringing the community in, and you know, we think about the, the level of work that has to go into DBS checks and risk assessments sure. and things like that, but... The, the effort there, and I'm not saying to cut corners on that, 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 that obviously safeguarding is our first priority, but just that small bit of effort can lead to such great reward about getting people in and working with, with, with children and, and meeting children with where they're at. And also, you know, your building being an asset to the community outside of school hours, mm. there's, there's great potential there. And we, over the past 18 months, have really expanded our provision. Um, and on, not on a for-profit basis, and I know there are streams that you can do for income, but for all of our community groups, we just do it at cost, and we've seen that a whole pile of groups pile in because we're not seeking to make an income out of it. Mm. We're seeking to be there as a resource and an asset for the community, and that only serves to help further when we do reach out and say we need help with something, and we find there's a bigger body of people that are there to help. And I'm just thinking now that often uh, we accuse parents of outsourcing the upbringing of their child entirely to the school, to uh, to colleagues as well, and I wonder whether that happens because we let it happen and I wonder what you have done specifically to engage your parents I mean getting someone to turn up with a a digger a small excavator I love it I absolutely love it that is at one end of the scale you must accept the fact that at the other end of the scale there are some parents that don't want to step inside the school no and I think it's about making it um, a warm place to be an encouraging place to be a place where they're not going to be criticised no matter what their approach to parenting may be and it's about meeting people where they are and giving them an opportunity to engage at different levels and that we do a lot through um, electronic form as well in terms of community we, we have a, a big emphasis on Facebook and people coming in and sharing and contributing through there and we find that for a lot of our working parents who perhaps can't get into school during the day that virtual connectivity to the school is also really important and uh, that's a, an area that we've sought to champion at the Prince of Wales School. Absolutely brilliant, uh, doing stunning work there as well, it is noticeable. There, there, you can feel your presence there is a force there you know you are clearly in touch with that and there's a ripple uh, almost every day and you're making a huge difference I think that's the measure um, are you making a difference and you certainly are and I haven't been for a while and we should arrange a revisit because it's been a a long one I I think we met there on your last that was the very first time we met Russell (laughs) when you came and did a radio workshop for us I think it was a prize for some it was that was good for learning competition where are they now where are they now (laughs) what can I say what can I say where are they many many moons where in the world are they these days (laughs) anyway but I know what you're saying and it was a delight and it was a special place then and you've made it a very special place now which is just brilliant which is really exciting what are you looking forward to at Beck? I'm looking forward to um, meeting great people like the gentleman on the left here, Mark, and, and, your, and your good self. Um, I'm only here today. Um, I'm trying to catch some of the big sort of keynote talks. I've just heard the head of Google um, Education talking about the roadmap that they have for um, future work, and that's, that's exciting and hoping to catch a few of the big kind of announcements as people share them. But also, most importantly, um, and first and foremost to for me, it's about me- meeting people, building, continuing to build those connections and... Uh, hear how everyone's getting on and it's an exciting place to be there's lots going on in the world of education and it's uh, we've got an exciting uh, decade ahead no doubt we don't have to wait for a minister or a ministerial announcement no. some of I saw something getting... yesterday that um, I can't remember what it was now but some product and they'd actually just quoted um, the education secretary I hadn't put their name 
because I think, I think that's the best approach to go for now is just put education secretary said because the person is changing so <laughs> rapidly that so I think the quote was from 2016 I was thinking we've probably had three since then so uh. it's like on the conveyor belt tonight <laughs> yes, you know and, and it is uh, we, don't, we don't need that we'll, um, the real innovation is happening in the schools it's happening with our young people and uh, I'm proud to be part of that Rev up your red tech impact with Net Support's award-winning solutions.